Welcome and thanks for joining us on today's episode of Discussions with Derek and Susan. You can catch us on all major listening platforms and you can watch Derek and Susan live in the studio on YouTube. Now let's hand it over to Derek and Susan. Hi, welcome to Discussions with Derek and Susan and we'd love for you to just hit the subscribe button below. Uh, share it, give us all the likes you can to help us get the word out about our podcast and hope you're being blessed by it. And today we're continuing, we're talking on the subject of children, uh, which is a subject we're very passionate about. Mm-hmm. And uh, to, uh, last week we talked about uh, instilling values and this time we're going to talk about nurturing destiny in children. And I love that word destiny. Uh, Bible tells us that uh, Jesus, uh, not Jesus, but the father said of, of, of Jeremiah, before you were in the womb, I knew you and I called you to be a prophet to the nation. So every right. child has a destiny um, that God has placed on the inside of them. And I think uh-huh. it's important for us as, as parents to kind of recognize that and uh, be able to, to nurture that that destiny. And, you know, every kid's different. <laughs> We've got three children, same you know, genetics, DNA um, that come from us, but they're all totally different. That's right. <laughs> and yeah. so, uh, so uh, what, are, what are your thoughts when we talk about nurturing that destiny? Well, uh, firstly, how do we define destiny? Right. Destiny is the destination they need to arrive at. Is destiny it? is the destination. Oh, that's good. That could be a book. <laughs> yeah, so... Do we fully uh, know our child from day one? You know, um, we don't. We don't. So it it is a process of growing and understanding them and uh, finding the handprint of God throughout their process. Um, and then, you know, slowly using using our whatever we sense and observe and pray and whatever God has uh, spoken to us to just streamline them into the area that we feel God is calling. And so we partner with them in the process. It's not about the parent telling them where they should go, what they should do, you know, uh, what's the destination for their life. But general uh, destiny is we all must come into the fullness of Christ on the inside of us to come to the full stature of Christ, right? That is the inward transformation. But as to you know, what are they going to do? How are they going to impact their generation? What is, uh, how do they come to the place of significance? Where is that significance? Um, yeah, I think, you know, in, in destiny, it doesn't totally come um, all at one time. I mean, you know, a kid two years old, you don't see the whole destiny and have the full understanding of it. But what do you see? I think the gifts, you know, what are their their talents, the gifts, um, the grace that God's put in them? We, we nurture that first, you know, whether it's creativity, you know, our girls are, are more artistic and, you know, um, we put them in art classes and help to nurture that or music and, and those kind of things. Or, you know, for Ethan, he's more the intellectual and, you know, we would give him books and he was reading at a higher level than, you know, all the other kids and would read mm-hmm. books like, you know, crazy. And so looking at that and kind of um, not just looking at it as a personality, but a gift that God's put in the kid and helping to get them around people that they can begin to develop that might be different than us, you know, Mm -hmm. um, 
we're not the most musical couple, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but you know, um, but you know, Aaron can sing and Ethan can sing, and you know, and I think I, they got it from me. They got it from you. I'm not <laughs> sure about that. Maybe, maybe uh, some distant relative, uh, but uh, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's very different. But but you know, and I get it. Our kids, if they ever see this, they're like, "Can you don't use our names?" They're gonna be freaking out about it. But you know, everyone has their own ability. I think it's it's seeing what they're good at or sports or, you know, whatever it is and, and putting them in an environment where that can be nurtured, where it can grow. Um, And then out of those gifts, out of those talents developing, they kind of, it it begins to evolve or morphs into destiny. And um, you can begin to see what those gifts and callings, you know, are that are there and help them to get into their destiny and nurture them, you know? So, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, just, Try to tell kids, don't pressure your kids and mm-hmm. let them decide what they want to do. But mm-hmm. really, we as parents, we need to discover the ability and, you know, pray for that discernment and what it is and nurture it. If not, kids can get derailed from their destiny and never develop the gifts and talents that God's put in them. Right. Yeah. So, um, well, in the book of Jeremiah, you know, God spoke to Jeremiah and said that before he was uh, form that God already knew him and God had already, you know, destined him. So we know that uh, the destiny of a person comes from God. So yeah. I think it is uh, partnering with God to discover, to discover your children, discover what God has put inside of them. There's the nature part and there's the nurturing part. Yeah. So uh, what comes naturally Right. It's just that you and I, we both have natural abilities and uh, inclination that we're, we're born with. We just, it, it's just in us. So we need to discover what is natural for them and then uh, nurture the natural into something, uh, somewhere God needs them to go. Um, and so then on top of that, there are other abilities that would uh, further enhance uh, where they need to go. And that, that nurturing part is very important. So the the natural the uh, the nature and then the the nurture, right? Yeah, and I think um you know I think the nurture is the more intentional part. The natural is God's part, but the nurture is the parents' part. Mm-hmm. Um, where we put them in the right environment, where we yeah. you know are intentional in doing that. Um, you know which which is important for us and uh, giving them that opportunity. Um, to discover, um, you know, in the beginning, maybe we don't know what the nature is, but we have to put them in different environments and realize, oh, that's not really their sport or, oh, that's not really their creative ability or, you know, and, and see what they're not good at, where they're not thriving. But then, you know, everybody gets has, a you know, is a 10 in something, as it's been said, and then you get them into a certain environment or a certain arena and uh, they they begin to thrive in that. So, mm-hmm. you know, finding that out and then, okay, we can see that they, they've got that touch on them or, yeah. or whatever. And then we can be continue to, to, to nurture that. I believe God has released an apostolic anointing for breakthrough. It's the ox anointing, an anointing that's not just for the apostle, but for a people that are downloading the strategies of heaven into their life, into their businesses, into their family, into their ministries. This ox anointing is available for everyone and we desire to see you getting into breakthrough. Consider becoming a Breakthrough Mentorship Partner today so that we can partner together with you, join our faith together with you, and believe God for your breakthrough. And I think, Mm. you know, 
part of nurturing also is protecting, mm-hmm. you know, um, that they don't get derailed from it or try right. to be like other people. And, uh, you know, um, there's a great book out, God Made You an Original, Don't Die a Copy, you know, and, and so it's so important that we let them be the original that they are in, in the arena that they are and nurture it and, and, and not let people derail them. I know we had, you know, one of our kids one time, they wanted to play a sport and we're like, what do you want to play that sport? You've never been interested. You're not, you know, even great at that. And, but it was because of their friends. Um, but in the end, we had part of nurturing was saying, no, you're not going to do that because you got too much going right now. And it's 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 nurturing is keeping you from distracted or getting involved in the wrong thing that maybe your nature is not really there or you're doing it for the wrong reasons, you know? Yeah, I remember one incident when Ethan was very young, right? He was in a preschool and we were trying to find a good preschool for him. And then uh, somebody recommended this preschool that was really popular uh, yeah. and something affordable, <laughs> but Christian based, very popular. So, you know, praise the Lord, we got into it, but he was not thriving. Uh, in fact, you know, um, the teacher would come to us and say, you know, Ethan is not listening. He's not, you know, he's not learning. And we were shocked because Ethan was a brilliant boy. Uh, I remember when I was home with him uh, before we sent him to preschool, I would teach him um, the alphabets. Of course, you know, he was too young to learn the alphabets, you know, but uh, I would teach him every word that starts with the letter B. And then I would spell out the the B word. I said B-A-L-L and he would say ball. But he this he didn't know alphabet yet, you know. But he could hear from the uh, my tone. He could hear the various tone and the N-word, he could say it. So um, so even before he went to school, he was starting to put together words. Yeah. He was a, a very keen uh, listener and he could identify sounds and make up what what that sound form, what, what word was that? I remember there was one, so we, we often laugh at it, right? And uh, we, we would drive, that time we were living in Singapore, and we would always drive the car to this particular Starbucks, right? And then whenever we drive past that place, you will always ask, or I will always ask, uh, you, want coffee? you want coffee? Yeah. You want coffee? <laughs> you want coffee? And lo and behold, Ethan was still a baby, right? Uh, he was probably about a year, a year Oh, slightly over a year. And he was uh, in that little uh, car seat behind. And week after week, he keep hearing and seeing that we come to this particular location with this symbol. And then we'll ask, one coffee, one coffee. And one day while we were driving, he was at the back seat. You were not around, but I was driving your mom uh, to see a doctor. And we passed by the same Starbucks. Lo and behold, when we I stopped my car, I heard my son say, buy coffee. <laughs> yeah. Train them while it they're young. It was as if the Lord spoke by yeah, coffee. Yeah. So we knew from young that he, uh, Ethan was a very, very keen listener. Yeah. And his mind is brilliant. Yeah. He was able to put sounds together and form words. And even before we could uh, teach him, he could actually verbalize because he was hearing so often. So when he was not doing in well in the preschool, that really got up puzzle, right? Yeah. So... Remember what happened one day I went to school earlier. I was there I, too. I remember. And I, I picked through that little hole <laughs> at the door and then I saw him and he was, uh, they drew a circle. like a circle with a red tape on the floor and all the kids were sitting in the circle. The teacher was insisting that they, they sit in the circle and Ethan was sitting at the edge of the circle and we remember we saw him what? 
inching his bottom outside, to get yeah. outside <laughs> the box, to get outside the circle. And I heard the I heard the Lord spoke to me then, say, Susan, uh, do you want him to excel in academics or do you want to nurture his creativity? You know, do you want him to know how to operate in the box or you want him to be creative? Yeah. So then, then I know what God is wanting me, uh, wanting us as parents to do, to keep on nurturing his creativity, his learning ability. And that may look different, you know, uh, you know, uh, based on majority, look different for different people. But yeah. we need to constantly nurture his ability to learn, explore and enjoy learning and be creative. Yeah, and you know, and the teacher was a bit boring too. I remember that part. So I was sitting <laughs> and so he was bored. It wasn't that he, you know, was rebellious or whatever, but it was just he wasn't a conformist. He was not stimulated he wasn't because stimulated, of yeah. the way it was being taught and the yeah. the the structure of, of yeah. that learning. So we had to pull him out, and the school was so shocked. They say, you know, are you sure, Mrs. Dunn? They said the wait list is very long. If you get out, you won't get in. I yeah. say. Well, I've decided, and we transfer her to an, uh, transfer him to another preschool, and the the report was different. He said the teacher said, "I simply love him. He is thriving. He's funny. Yeah. He's creative, and he's just such a great learner." Yeah. And from the bottom of the class, he went to being the top of the class. Uh, not that it mattered whether you know what position he was in the class or you know whether he was the top of the class, but that he was enjoying learning, growing, happy, and you know. Yeah, he was so. in the right environment, you know, so maybe parents, you're seeing your kid, they're not thriving right now. Is it uh, because they're not in the right environment and the nature is there? Or are we trying to put them in there? Uh, you're trying to put them in the circle and they're <laughs> supposed to be in a square, <laughs> right. you know, uh, or, or is it the nurture, you know, um, that we need to nurture them a little bit more, encourage them a little bit more. So as we uh, raise our children, God's given us that responsibility to nurture them. Hope you've been blessed by this episode. Share it with somebody. Subscribe and like it and uh, get the word out. And I look forward forward to our next discussion on children. Right.